Okay, so yeah, thank you for joining me today. And today I'm going to share with you the weekly news. The first one is on thedrome.com and the title is called Huge Opportunities for Brands in Virtual Reality. Just don't call it the metaverse yet. Okay, so um, as for virtual reality, we know that just because of the global pandemic and uh, you know all the lockdowns, people start preferring to you know um, switch their direction from the physical world to the virtual world. So right now there are a lot of companies they are already have a lot of uh, virtual reality or augmented reality experience just for their you know. Um, customers to interact um, through their, you know, apps uh, and have more uh, branding interactions. For example, like right now, there's a company called uh, uh, Roblox. This is a game platform and it's targeting, uh, you know, like gamers, um, online gamers. And right now they are creating like a more like a VR um up stuff for people to you know or like create some cool 3d virtual games to, for brands to uh, you know interact and also uh, Gucci right and other um, companies they have like AR filters for uh, the customers to uh, you know try before you buy right to kind of um, um, use the v AR filter to see the product before they purchase. <clears throat> and also, um, I find out this is a very interesting <clears throat> feature. Um, there's a company called Arizona Ice-T. They recently bought um, a very interesting um, NFT. If you don't know what NFT means, it means that non-fungible non token. Non-fungible token pretty much is kind of like, you know, using the technology and make each art piece a unique uh, kind of virtual items. And then if you want to purchase it, you need to use cryptocurrency. So pretty much use blockchain technology to make, make sure each virtual art or digital art is uh, very unique and you own it. If you own it, you can use it in... Uh, you know, the digital world and you, you have 100% of owning the ownership of that piece. So this is kind of like the beginning, I would say the beginning of the metaverse. If you don't know what's metaverse, metaverse means that the world, right? Imagine like matrix. The difference between matrix and metaverse is that matrix, it seems like God made the world, right? And there are a lot of um, multiple universe or parallel universe, right? And those stuff, because it's kind of like um, outside of our knowledge, but we kind of feel like there's something out there, right? So I would say that part is supernatural or something that is outside of our knowledge and made by creators, right? But uh, metaverse, similar to matrix, right? Um, metaverse is made by human, right? It's all, all the digital information and we are trying to create another world or a multiple virtual world on top of this real world. For example, if you wear a you know, VR headset, right? 
and you see another world, right? Even though you're physically in this, um, it, I, I am in front of my desktop, right? But if I wear a VR headset, I can directly just see, you know, the, the entire different world. So that's, that's the metaverse uh, kind of like a feeling. So um, NFT from um, the board app Yacht Club. So pretty much Arizona Ice-T is buying uh, this, um, the, the entire app called the board app Yacht Club. Pretty much if you go to the site, uh, B, um, B-A-Y-C, if you go to B-A-Y-C, the site, pretty much um, inside their system, they can generate a, a lot of different types of ape, A-P-E, like, you know, the, the monkey stuff. But those are, are, looks really cute and really interesting. So if you purchase one uh, use, you know, cryptocurrency, if you purchase one and you will forever own it, right? And because it's uh, made of, uh, or like it's, uh, you can buy it through the NFT, uh, these types of technology. So you are 100% on this digital assets, which is very interesting. Also, um, yeah, also I would say that right now the brand is still doing the early adoption. Before we have a lot of different types of account, uh, ec economy, right? But right now, if we are going to enter the metaverse, then the economy type will be own owner economy, which means that everyone is the owner, everyone is the boss. Imagine like gamification, right? We all talk about in metaverse, everything will be gamified, right? So in gamification, everyone is the hero of inside metaverse and everything is designed for you, right? So even you see the art through the blockchain technology, right? The art is specifically make you own it specifically and you are unique, right? And everything is user-centered, player-centered, right? So owner economy, before we have like shared economy, right? Because you see Uber, right? Uber is shared economy, right? A lot of stuff we share, right? Because millennials, we love, um, you know, share stuff and kind of like uh, get the experience. But the next stage will be the owner economy, which means that people own things and people, you know, like gamification, everyone is the hero, right? So yeah, I, I, I feel excited about the next generation and uh, the next phase of the economy, which is very, very interesting. So as for, I think in this article, it talks about yeah, in the future, what will it be? Because everyone is kind of like, uh, you know, predicting the future. The interesting thing is like one person predict that not just one company on the metaverse. It should be a lot of different stores, right? They hop in, hop out. It's just like a, you know, a mini or like a bigger version, virtual world, right? And then, um, Every store, everyone has the access, similar to you play an online game, right? Like Call of Duty, you have one IP, right? 
and that IP storage everything about you. So it's like a virtual identity, right? And you can use that virtual identity to go through different shop, right? And uh, uh, in this article, it kind of has the vision talks about, for example, if I bought a banana in this game, I suppose to, uh, you know, I can eat in another game, right? Right now it's impossible because each game is in its individual system. But in the future, maybe there's a barrier can be broken out, right? So everything, for example, I purchase something in the virtual world and I can bring in the real world. So you can take something through different virtual world and uh, you, know, you still own your own IP and your IP is crypt, right? It's really safe. So yeah, so this is kind of like the ideal uh, metaverse, right? So it's kind of like the virtual world built on top of this world. And game, what's game about? Game is to make you happy, right? So the reason why people, you know, want to create a metaverse is because we want to be happy and happier, right? I don't like, because a lot of future movies talk about uh, metaverse. It's all scary and sad and a, a, a little bit of craziness, right? People are, feel a little afraid about unknown, but I think as long as we keep exploring, maybe, you know, some rainbow and unicorn will happen. So yeah, so I think it's very interesting to see, you know, all these ideas comes out and start shaping the metaverse. Okay, so metaverse means, meta means mega, right? Like big, verse means university. So it's like a lot of different layers of uni uh, universe or real world. And uh, in Magic Leap, like long time ago, a few years ago, Magic Leap thinks that, for example, we are living in the physical world, right? And on top of it, there are different layers of information. So pretty much metaverse is the, the, the metaverse means that different universe of different uh, information. For example, maybe there is a one universe called entertainment, right? If you go to entering that use portal, entering that metaverse, you can see everything entertainment or another layer is medical, right? You enter to that layer and you will receive everything medical, right? So yeah, it's very interesting and people start concept it and start executing it. So yeah, we, we still don't know what the metaverse will look like, but according to this article, it says that uh, probably right now it's just beginning if we want to enter to the real metaverse, it probably takes at least 10 years. So yeah, so any thoughts for uh, the metaverse or anything you wanna share, uh, feel free to unmute yourself and uh, yeah, and share your thoughts. Uh, Stephanie or Brian, do any thoughts? Yeah, you can unmute yourself, yeah. Uh, Stephanie. Um, oh. Hi. Um, yeah, this is um, really interesting. Everything that you explained, it's a little bit complicated for me, so I feel like I need to read into it a little bit further. Um, but it's exciting to see just the possibilities with creating a metaverse. Um, it, 
for, for our, for our world. Um, I'm curious as to your thoughts of kind of what you've explained, like, what do you think, what can you kind of, or what do you think of some of the possible like negative implications from mm -hmm. that? And like what possible things could be yeah, put in place? Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, I would say that in metaverse, the most important thing is, um, I don't know, some people don't care, but some people do care. It's your information, right? Because since everything is digitized, right? Everything can be tracked, right? For example, start from your your eyeball, where, where, where you look at, right? Everything you will be known, right? So how can you stay anonymous or how can you stay, you know, in this, in the position where you feel safe? Because sometimes, you know, it's, it's a little dangerous. For example, if someone wants to do something and they have all your information, for example, if you are a celebrity, right? And if you are in metaverse and if, you know, your, all your information is being tracked, right? So it's kind of a little dangerous and you own a lot of properties in that digital world, right? So decentralized. So that's why you see NFT comes in, comes in right? Um, yeah, so decentralized is important because uh, in the digital world, you see in physical world, right? It's hard to really own something since we have a really good regulation, right? We kind of like uh, ha have some regulations to help us to, uh, structure this world the physical world but in metaverse imagine right now it's all big companies they are structuring right and everything you upload belongs to them right so yeah so this is a very interesting part that to the virtual world you see like when um, when we start this physical world there's no company or no not many you know it belongs to country but not a big company trying to come selling stuff and selling your, you know, we are not like this world is not belong to big companies, right? But in the future, the world might belong to the big companies, right? So how can you protect yourself if you don't want to, you know, <laughs> reveal too much? And, uh, you know, it's very interesting uh, to see like the privacy issue, data issue, and also um, you see like cryptocurrency right now, uh, recently I read like Economist, right? The, the magazine, uh, I, I read some articles, uh, in this week, they have an issue and talk, they talk about the decentralized, um, you know, like a bubble or down to rabbit hole, right? Cause we all think that, oh, cryptocurrency might be the next thing right a lot of people kind of jump in at the beginning and they are young kids right they they don't know what's that and they bought some block uh bitcoins ethereum and they they got a lot of money to become millionaire right so those types of things kind of urge people to start you know buying more even though nobody like nobody knows what's that and they just buy it right and right now um, the first, I think the first um, country to use Bitcoins as the, um, uh, their official currency is El Salvador, right? 
it, it's, it's kind of like, I, I forgot the name, but it's kind of like that, that, that types of sound, like, like a country. And then um, the interesting part is that uh, recently I saw the news that the, the resident or the citizen of that country start burning their ATM because yeah, everything was chaotic and people kind of complaining about, you know, using Bitcoins to be their currency. So, um, you know, like right now, there are still a lot of, you know, stuff. For example, if you use Bitcoins to buy a house property right now and the police can kick you out because, you know, Bitcoins doesn't really have a lot of values still uh, like in the law. Right. So there are a lot of interesting things like does Bitcoins really worth that money and whatever you purchase it. Because if you purchase a lot of, you know, digital generate like NFT, like, you know, some, some digital format, um, crypt art, are those really valuable, right? It's very interesting, like a lot of questions, right? What if your identity being, identity being stolen, right? Inside um, Metaverse and uh, in Metaverse still the, the hardware is not achieving to the comfortable state that people like to wear it every day, every minute, right? So yeah, so I would say there are still a lot of stuff to improve, but I believe that once we start doing it, we find a lot of problems, we start revise it. Everything might be getting better and better. Yeah, so that's my thought, yeah. Any thoughts? Thank you. Cool, cool. Okay, so yeah, so any anything you wanna say, Brain? Or can, yeah. can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Um, yeah, just the whole idea of NFTs is very interesting. Into that, and he's he's been like buying NFTs and kind of just explaining the whole thing to me. But um, it's cool how it seems like it really is the gateway to people owning virtual the opportunity with NFTs are just, it's all very such a good opportunity, especially in like in gaming and stuff and how like people spend so much money nowadays on like cosmetic items, like in games and you don't really get anything from that. Like you don't, you just spend the money and it's gone, but like the opportunity, like um, with NFTs um, to to spend money in, in a game and then like own something, I feel like has like huge value. And I, I can just see how that can like take off. Um, but yeah, it, I don't know, just all also new to me, but all uh, it's very interesting. Yeah, thank you so much for sharing your thoughts. Yeah, I, I totally think that, you know, um, for example, like I play this game, right? I play Assassin's Creed for uh, a few months, at least five months, and it's a never ending game. And I sometimes wish that if I can bring something from the game to the real world, then I will be happy because I find I spend so much time in playing the game and I won so many glories <laughs> and so many badges and saved so many lives. And nobody knows, it's just me. And I'm, I was happy in my own world. 
and you know like you know sometimes the the thing that you put in the metaverse or digital world it couldn't bring the experience to the next world right so that's very interesting that in the future metaverse right you know for example i i play some stuff in here and i can take the skills or take something and from this game to that game or to the real world or to the uh, virtual store right so yeah I, I i don't know how it will happen or how it will go but i just feel excited to see everything comes along yeah so yeah we still don't know um how everything will construct or how everything will goes but uh, yeah as long as we keep doing it right and imagine in the future like elon Musk just same bunch of uh non non-astronaut right uh, like four right uh to 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 the space right and uh, he said that his goal is to send people to mars right imagine the trip to mars it takes around six months right just the one way from earth to mars is around six months and then those six months what will you do right entertainment only right you are in the spaceship right and you couldn't go anywhere right you couldn't like, <laughs> just get out of, of the spaceship you have to be on there and sit there right so for six months then the only thing you can do is entertainment and when you arrive mars what can you do right because i think nasa is sending out or spacex they are sending out a bunch of robots to build the 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 you know the buildings right now right so when you arrive there, what can you do, right? Entertainment or working or, you know, something, right? So I would say that if metaverse build, it's probably not just limited on earth. It, it can be, you know, cross planet to another planet. So that's what I'm thinking. It's kind of like a metaverse, I would say, is the human imagination for another world, right? Matrix is more God-made right you couldn't control and it's something that outside of our definition of physics right so that's something that we we don't know but we believe that exists but metaverse that we can control is the way that we build in a digital form so yeah so that's uh the first news and the second news is um uh our our uh ARB news, A-R-A-B news, ARB news, ARB ARB news, okay. So yeah, so the title is called uh, Pakistani scientists bring new hope to uh, dementia patients through virtual reality. Okay, so as for dementia, we all know that the world is aging, right? There, there will be more and more elders in the future like including me like after 10 or 20 years i might fall into you know, those categories so yeah so as for dementia the reason why um according to this article it costs dementia is because you know our brain is start not not you know connect well or there's some part need to be more stimulated to prevent you know like uh uh, dementia. So uh, through virtual reality, they find out that um, they discover that the environmental enrichment 
is one of the strongest uh, protector facts against cognitive impairment um, induced by aging. So which means by putting elders into virtual reality, it can kind of use the power of environment enrichment to help them to you know, reconnect or stimulate some part of their brain uh, for them to kind of you know, help them to um, repair or you know, stimulate their brain. So to prevent dementia or to cure or to help, uh, they boost their brain. So I think this is very interesting. Yeah, because uh, for virtual reality, I like to see how we can use it because technology itself is not either good or bad. It's the way that how human use it, right? In a good way or bad way. So I think this one, I think it's pretty good because we have a lot of problems. And if we can solve it, use some uh, technologies, I think that really helps us to, you know, to, to, to do something and uh, to improve something in our life. Yeah, any thoughts for the news? Yeah, you can unmute yourself and feel free to talk. I just, I feel like the applications for like, for all different types of therapy with uh, VR, just like endless. Like if you think about people with um, PTSD or people that suffer from anxiety, I feel like there's just, there's so many applications that that could be helpful. Um, it's also interesting to think like putting somebody like with dementia, like into a setting like that, like, I wonder what the studies would be on that, like whether that like could potentially scare them or like how like it would affect like different people. But like, that's, I never like, I never thought of that application. That's, that's a pretty cool thing to think about. Mm, yeah, I, I, I think, you know, as for VR, VR is more cognitive, um, change the environment. However, as for AR, it's more for commercial, right? It's more for branding engagement. Yeah, those two people always say, oh, AR, VR, right? They put them together, right? But um, the application you can use are, I would say, a lot different. VR will be more focusing on the immersive, right? Change people's behavior, more psychology part, medical part, and a lot of something, for example, like once you change your environment, right? And then your behavior will change or by putting you in an environment, right? For example, like American military. American military, according to some articles that I read, it seems like they are right now having contract with Microsoft, like I think $21 billion. I forgot the real number, but it's a, a huge amount of money. Uh, what they are going to do is to build a really immersive military games. And that simulation is so similar for the soldiers to go, um, you know, they, um, I think the officer said that they, they want to train their soldiers in the virtual reality place or MR or VR place versus putting them to the real battlefield, right? Because you see like in VR, they are absolutely safe, right? Uh, and it can save the safe fee, right? Imagine training a bunch of soldiers. You need someone to train, right? It can save it, right? 
also it can save the the the, the gunpowder, and it can put people in the safe zone. And it also can track the performance, right? You can see your score, and you can re-practice again, right? You can play it again. So yeah, and in the real world physical uh, battleground, you couldn't do all those, right? So the uh, military um, officer kind of wants all the soldiers to at least play 21 uh, military games before they actually go to battle zone to just do the training. So virtual reality can do a lot of dangerous training. For example, like firefighters, policemen, right? All those stuff. If you train in real world, it might cost you and it might put someone's life in danger. Right. So, yeah, so all those can really help people and, you know, save the cost. Also, you know, be safe for for people to be more safe in the safe zone. So, yeah. And AR is more like, I would say, um, branding, marketing, selling stuff. Right. Because you can see the real data overlay on the reality. Right. On the player or the user's reality. It can make the, the, the buyer feel more owner, like owning that product before they even buy it, right? If, yeah, so I would say that AR and VR is very different. And VR usually used for a lot of training, dangerous training, doctor training, or, um, you know, psychology or some mental treatment, brain treatment, so behavior treatment. So I think it's very interesting to 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 see those two, even though people put them together, but actually they they have different paths of uh, application. Yeah. Okay, the third one. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh no. I had a, a comment if you if yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we had time. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, I was just sure. going to say that. Yeah, I thought this was like a really interesting article, and especially. Um, during the time of COVID, you know, um, patients um, who live in, say, facilities or nursing homes, they're very isolated, and that um, they've been seeing a decline in people's functioning as well. So this could be a really useful tool to have patients interact like with family through ER in a variety of different environments, or be able to practice like their daily tasks that they're having trouble with to help stimulate them, or even like possibly to be able to return to relive past memories that they have as well could help them just like prevent their decline. And when you were talking about, and when Brian was talking about just like different disorders, um, like PTSD and whatnot, I thought there was thought of this company called Limbics. Um, I think in the Bay Area, they created um, this VR headset for people with like, yeah, just different phobias or PTSD that um, exposes them uh, to just uh, the things that they're fear afraid of through exposure therapy, therapy. And I think if I recall in conjunction with um, just like coaching as well to help them face their fear safely. So I thought that was, yeah, really cool. Yeah, I think, yeah, VR can definitely help people and make sure that, you know, like we, we can feel more safe or we can um, have some, uh, you know, uh, because by putting people in the, in the virtual world and that virtual world is really, really similar to this real world and people will change 
totally change their behave, behaviors and cognitive, um, you know, all those types of, um, I would say, change, change our brain. So yeah, so VR, yeah, is more heavy use on those part. And AR, I would say, is more for commercial or more practical use. For example, like, you know, some constructions or some, you know, some um, interesting ways of, um, you know, using 3D or using the data overlay the real world and solve the um, real world problem or some branding marketing, uh, the way they sell things or keep uh, the user engaging. Yeah, okay, so that's talk about the third news, the last news is called Emirates launches new virtual reality experiences. So I saw this news very interesting. Emirates just launched what it describes as a first airline virtual reality app. And it allows customers to explore the cabin from the comfort of their home. So which means that if you go to the website called businesstraveler.com, and the title is called Emirates, launches new virtual reality experience. So uh, in this article, you can pretty much click the link and you can pick, if you click the link, uh, the title will say the Emirates fleet in 3D. So you can browse the entire experience on your website through WebXR. Yeah, it's called WebXR. So, which means that the website, you can see the, the 3D experience by just clicking. You see, like, if you, if you see it, you can see uh, by clicking some dots, you can see the entire um, airline in front of you in the 3D mode. And you can click each, you know, interact point. And you can see, even see the screen Right, and you can see each entertainment uh, on on the screen, and you can see from you know di di different like uh, different seat, and uh, yeah, I think it's very interesting uh, for for the user to interact um, in the immersive way, and also they launch Oculus VR app, so pretty much you can download the Oculus VR app and. You can sit from home and uh, uh, pretty much um, get yourself inside the Emirate uh, airplane uh, airline and then start enjoying the virtual tour. So I find this is very interesting because they both use uh, WebXR, which allows people, uh, if they don't have any VR headset, they can still enjoy the experience. But if you happen to have a VR headset, uh, like Oculus VR, then you can wear it and you can enjoy the whole experience. Yeah, I think, yeah, if you happen to have your computer in front of you, you can go to this site and then uh, start clicking around and see uh, the, 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 you know, the interaction. Yeah, cool. Any thoughts for the news? Feel free to unmute yourself. Cool, cool. Yeah, and 
yeah, you can pretty much even see the first class. Okay, yeah, Brian, do you have any? Yeah, just the whole idea of a virtual tours, like now that you've got me thinking about that, it just feels like there's so many applications for that that could like be really cool. Like art museums could have like virtual like tours where you could like pay money and like, you know, do like a little tour and see like different forms of art and like, um, you know, buying a home, like there could be virtual home buying and stuff. And like, I don't know, it just, it's so interesting. Um, yeah, and it really probably helps, it helps the customer really decide like whether they want to actually like buy something or not. Like, and if you can immerse that, that customer in a 3d world, they're probably so much more likely to understand like how, you know, the actual space that they're like looking at you can actually understand distances and like what things look like so much more than like a picture you know if you're like apartment searching and you go into like uh apartments.com or whatever it's like you're looking through an apartment you could you have no idea like actually how big a space is by like looking at the pictures because they make everything look like bigger with like a fisheye lens and stuff and so being able to actually be in that environment would probably just make you so much more willing to spend your money on something. Yeah, I totally agree because yeah, before I ran a, a place and I saw the picture, I thought it's big, but unfortunately it was super small in Santa Monica. And now I saw, I realized that yeah, virtual tool is very, very cool especially, you know, if it is immersive, right? I can pretty much stand in the place and totally feel one, like the, the real world size and everything is real in front of me, even though it's 3D month, but it really helps me to measure or to feel like whether I wanna purchase it or not, right? So yeah, so thank you for joining me today and uh yeah and uh yeah so <laughs> i i had a good time because usually it's me talking to myself for all the news and usually takes me like 20 minutes i can finish the whole thing but i really enjoy like uh you guys join because you know because we can talk more and more ideas bouncing around and we come up with something cool and uh, you know we all help each other grow. Because for me, I don't think anyone is a real expert here, right? Because for me, um, XR or AR, VR, MR, metaverse, whatever you want to say, the buzzword, it's growing. So yeah, so we are all learning. Everyone is students here. So um, yeah, so hopefully see you guys next week and we can all grow together. Okay, so thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.